This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. Yeah, and by the way, the innocent family members that you killed, boiling in hell. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Kick it, movie microscope. Today's episode is the Bye Bye Man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the completely erstwhile Justin Waddell. Justin, how's it going? I mean, you know, it's going, it's going. You know, uh, li- living the dream, right? Yeah. Killing it. It's been, it's been, it's been tough out there, Nick. I went, my kids were at the pool today, um, and it's pretty crowded, but, um, I saw a buddy of yours when I was there. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. COVID? No, no, no. Well, yeah, I did. COVID, well, I saw a snorkel coming up down the pool towards me. I didn't know who it was. And then, sure enough, up out of the water pops COVID. Is COVID wearing a Speedo? COVID wears water wings. I want to start that oh. hashtag. <laughs> Can't so believe who did it. You- who did you see at the pool? And you were you swimming at the pool? No, no, no. This is a fabricated story. Hmm. My okay. kids were at the pool. My kids were at the pool. I was watching the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we got to do this one, though. This is a big one. Um, I wanted to do it because I saw it listed. It, it made the COVID top 10 movies. No. Do you know why? Because one of the characters, she develops a COVID cough in the movie. Oh, she does. She does. Yeah. Um, I, I had a straight panic this morning because I went on Apple TV and typed the Bye Bye Man and said only available for rent. <laughs> and then I saw there was an unrated version out there. Um, but what I decided to do was uh, just search, frantically search every streaming platform I could find. Did you uh, know that it's on Netflix, Nick? I fa- that's where I finally found it. Um, she texted me. Netflix doesn't integrate with Apple TV, so it doesn't tell you things are on Netflix. Apparently, okay, yeah. Um, but I did find uh, out uh, the original work this was based on. There's a stage production, big British like Shakespearean stage production. So oh, I yeah? think we should we should cover that at some point. It's not based on Bye Bye Birdie. That's where I thought you were going with it. No, no, it's called the Farewell Farewell Individual. <laughs> it's a little higher class. Well, that's a huge zoom. I had no idea this was based on a play. Yeah. You know, that's why it feels like it just feels like a, a stage production at, at certain moments. Yeah. Well, so you know, like, yeah, stage four diabetes or something. <laughs> um, 
Well, it is actually based on a story out of a book, apparently. Little yeah, short there. story. Yeah. Uh, heavily heavily uh, edited for this uh, feature. Yeah, but, but before we before we get too deep into the Bye Bye Man, what's this show with the, you know, are you going to set up our show a little bit? Oh yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but we're still we're still fucking cracking our knuckles right now. You know, we're, we're we're still doing some exercises, cracking our knuckles, doing some wind sprints. You know, getting ready for the ordeal. Uh, wow. uh, you know, get our listeners just get their juices flowing. Uh, I haven't. I will give you a little taste. I haven't been able to since I watched this movie the other night. I have not been able to sleep okay. because I was. I think this movie is like terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how did it get greenlit? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you yeah, ever just, yeah? yeah. If anything, if anything cold. got brownlit, it's this. Yeah, but guys, this is a movie microscope. It's showing once we zoom in. You know, we watch a film with a set of uh, distorted eyes, and we squint through the peeper, and we kind of just, you know, we 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 keep our head on a swivel until something really racks it. And then we just we we double down on the on the on the secrets and uh, concentrate hard. And then uh, after a while, we think about it and whatever's made or braid, we uh, we share with the listeners. Uh, so you know, like a movie like Trouble in Mind, we wouldn't talk about the oh. scene where Chris Christopherson finds uh, an entire uh, ecosystem inside Genevieve Bujol's hair down there. <laughs> Trouble, trouble in mind. We talk about the little moments. Congratulations, Nick. What? No one has referenced that movie in 2020. You're the first. Do you You're remember how to... ubiquitous that that VHS tape was in stores, though? I did. I remember it was so prominent that I rented it just because the cover was kind of cool. See, it had I, the big blocky letters yeah, was, on the cover, and there I think it was like their heads on. It was like a city. It was like a city block spelling out trouble in mind or something. I'm probably making it up, but that's what it sounded. All I know is that is that to me that that videotape has the distinction of being seen the most and and done nothing to garner interest. I mean, did it did it it have a life? I I don't know. I mean, it had stars in it. It had stars in it. I mean, crisscross was in it. You know, you got Genevieve. There's other some Genevieve other Bajol. It's like some other greasy strangler in it too. Genevieve Bajol, Bajol uh star of Coma, right? Yeah. Wasn't she in Coma? Yeah. 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 And Chris Christopherson, he always they try to give him like a movie career, but he was kind of half-assing it, right? He, well, he was a musician too. He's a Rhodes scholar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like yeah. Bill Clinton. In Convoy he was too. He was a Rhodes scholar. But he was in a he was in some air some sci-fi like millennium or something yeah, in absolutely. that movie? yeah it was right went to the movie theater that came out it was like 89 or 90 and i did not watch it although i remember i'd go in to clean the theater and i didn't have to worry about cleaning the theater because nothing had happened in there <laughs> that's a movie we should zoom in on millennium i don't know about that yeah was it like a noir 1985 yeah it is it's a neo-noir so i guess keanu reeves was in it um Yep, I, we're both right. It's their heads at the top of buildings, looking all dumb. Um, Keith Carradine was the greasy strangler I was thinking about. Laurie wow. Singer in this, the barefoot cellist, a fictional, a fictional, a fictional town, Rain City. So they they created something magical out of nothing. 
Divine in this, Robert Gould. Oh, wow. George Joe Morton. Alan Rudolph. Why do I know him? He's done some shit. He continues it's to not, walk the planet somehow. If Joe Morton's in that, is, uh, what, it was, what's his face? The eight-man out guy? Uh, no, no John Sales in this. Is he, is he somehow related to this one? I hope so. Not. Who? No, because I would have seen it if Sales was involved. I yeah, see yeah. But who, who was behind this? Alan Rudolph. Alan Rudolph. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's a guy that, yeah, he... He, he's the guy that wrote Prancer. Um, let's see here. I think Chris Christopher was in Prancer. Did I fuck was up? Ever- Did I fuck up into Perfect? I think I fucked up into Perfect. Oh, he did Endangered Species, man. I used to watch that shit on TV all the time. I can't believe we're we're falling down the career path of Chris Christopherson. We're tumbling down that tall drink of water. It was Sam Elliott. Guy. I think it's Sam Elliott, actually, I was thinking about. Yeah, Sam Elliott's well, lead. Him and Chris Christopherson are comparable. Have they ever been brothers in a movie together? There's still time. There is still time. You know, you know the thing is, I don't think anybody would believe that they share parents because you could see Sam Elliott's eyes. Chris Christopherson's eyes are so deep in his skull, he's like, he sees, he just sees gray matter all the time. He doesn't, he's never seen a person. I had like a, a joke that, that went, people just praised, I think, for, for years about Chris Christopherson. What was that? Do you remember it? No. I said that his middle, not many people know that his middle name is Tofferson. Chris Tofferson, Christopherson. And then people went, no, I mean, I remember I, I would get like letters or emails about it. Yeah. I had Still one. Still funny. On, I had one on the Chud, pa- Chud podcast. Remember? Oh, well, what was it? It was Chris crossed off casting lists. <laughs> don't, don't say a better joke than mine. Um, actually, Alan Rudolph had a nice little career. He uh, did, sort of. But then yeah, he I mean, fucked up with Breakfast of Champions. Oh, then he do that. Are you going to call that him fucking up? I mean, that's it's a minor movie, but that's not a huge. It was a huge. Then he had one. He had like back to back fuck ups. He had like another one with. Um, is it Gagino or something that was like or somebody like that that. It just didn't go anywhere either, like a female yeah, he's, in a movie. Bunch, he's taking giant shits on Earth, but I mean, he's also, he got to work with your girl. Got to work with your Who? girl. Hope Hope Davis. He what did movie? Ms. Ms. Parker, he did Ms. Parker in the Vicious Circle. Um, yeah. he, the Secret Lies of Dentist. Um, he did Mortal <laughs> Thoughts with Demi Moore. Ugh. That's kind of a bigger, a bigger, at least a more known movie for him. But what did he do right before or after Breakfast of Champions? He did Afterglow before mm-hmm. and with Nick Nolte, and they did Trixie right after. Did what? Trixie? Well, who was the star of Trixie? That's what I was thinking of. Brittany that. Murphy, I think. Let's see. No. Emily Watson, Brittany Murphy, yeah. Will Patton, Nick Nolte. Yeah. That was Actually, a, it's that a great was, cast. You got, you got Will Patton, Stephen Lang. Nathan mm-hmm. Lane, Dermot Mulroney, just tying things together. And Ken nice. Kersinger as a bodyguard before he played Jason Voorhees. Nice. Okay. Trixie, I, yeah. I can't wait to edit this out. Uh, we had a spot in our in our pretty uh, dense schedule uh, for a little jazz to throw a little fucking X factor into the mix, a little wild card movie. And Justin rolled the dice and nailed it. We uh, both have not seen this movie. I hadn't seen it before, had you? No. I think I had seen the opening the opening uh number, the opening scene to this. Because yeah, I it was I remember watching the very beginning, which is uh an eye opening scene, a man in a shotgun. 
cleaning up the neighborhood. Yeah, I actually thought the film might be good based on that scene. <clears throat> but I hadn't seen anything else. And um, yeah, so I the title is very catchy, The Bye Bye Man. I mean, it sounds cute. It's very, it's a very, it's a kind of a, I don't know, it's an attractive title. Nick, what, give me a, give me a to take on the title. Because that's about it. as good as it gets. I hate it. It's dumb. Directed by Stacy Title. That's right. Who actually directed a movie you like very much. Yep. Last Supper. The man. Last Supper. You reference that movie a lot. I used to. I try not to anymore. How come? I, I, I have a feeling upon revisit, it would come off as very heavy handed and a little bit too uh, idealistic. Although maybe the salve we need in today's age. Yeah, maybe. And her, uh, her, uh, she made her a uh, love fall out of that movie. And that gentleman who was in that film wrote this one and plays an amazing character in it. I, what are you talking about? I don't, what are you saying? Her husband, Jonathan Penner from The Last Supper, married Stacy Title, and he wrote this film, and he's got he's in this film. Who's he playing it? A florist named Mister Daisy. That's right, right, right. Okay, those two are married, and, huh? and he still has the goatee, but he's put on about fifty. And they have got they've given birth to the bye bye man. This was their this was their retirement plan. Born out of their love, yeah. This movie, yeah. You could see it in every frame. Yeah, I wish they had never gotten together. Is what. <laughs> My so tell, tell us the premise of this film, Just. So there is a creature. Oh, okay, so there's a, a monster that once you say the monster's name, and his name is the Bye-Bye Man. I mean, that, let's just get that straight. Yeah. That's his name. If you, if you, if you say that name, I guess like, kind of like Bloody Mary in a way. Or Candyman. If you Man. even think, if you, yeah, or if you, even if you think that name, um, you start getting terrorized by a by this by this monster, and he starts to fuck with you, and it leads to your death. And so you start hallucinating. You start to, I don't know, you know, think things are things are happening that aren't. So then it makes you do things that are that are bad. And so, uh, um, you keep the only way to stop him from for you know from basically from killing every that you say his name to is just not say his name and then kill yourself right you have to kind of stop it's kind of like the ring sort of it's one of those type movies the big catchphrase is don't think don't say they say that a lot in this it's probably the tagline of the film don't think don't say and they have some characters at the beginning whenever this this scene happens at the beginning with this guy with a shotgun in the 60s i think cleaning up this neighborhood 69 like a report 69 he keeps repeating that phrase over and over again as no, he kills I'm, people. I'm that... making you an offer. Yeah. Would you like to participate in 69? <laughs> um, yeah, it reminded yeah, me a little bit of another movie, and I thought of a more clever title for it. Mm-hmm. Shit Follows. <laughs> That's pretty good. But, you know, I'm, I, you know I, think, I think it's up to us, our show, our, our beloved podcast, I think we need to. I think we need to lift up the bite, my man. I think he deserves a little bit of revisiting, maybe a little reappraisal as a movie monster. Okay, he, I, he's not on anybody's list. You know, he's not making anybody's monster list. Right, he's nobody's favorite. You think he's anybody's favorite? No. And here's why: what separates him, I think, the bye bye man has a bye bye dog. He does. 
He has a little dog that is, hangs out with him. Well, it's not a little dog. Well, and he's it's cute. Not, it, and it's it's not a fully realized dog. I think he's made of flesh, the flesh of his victims or something. Something weird. They never go into it, but he's he's got a hound. Yeah. You know? And, and I, um, I'm, a fa- I'm a fan of hounds. And so uh, I think we can, maybe we as we go through this movie and talk about it, maybe we'll find a little place for him on, like a horror list, like a movie monster list. You don't agree? It will take your entire lifetime to get me to. <laughs> Vamp, you, know, you, got, you got Dracula, you got Frankenstein's monster, you got the Bye Bye Man. You got werewolf. You got Slithis. You got, you know, um, Mr. Dark. You know, you got, I mean, there's a lot. Pumpkin Head. You got, you know, the Prowler. Let's talk about, let's talk about the cast. Because who plays the Bye Bye Man? Mr. Doug Jones. The great Doug Jones, who is incredible, incredibly effective in uh, movie makeup. Zoom in. Yeah. One given he looks, something to do. Instead he of stretch is, yeah. out his fingers. He he looks creepy in this, and you're like, oh, the Bible Man's going to be crushing this movie. But basically what he does in this movie is he stands and sits. He stands and sits, he is, uh, turns to cloth, and at one point touches foreheads. That's about his he range. He does touch your forehead. And he, um, he, at one point, he has a hood. He has a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And he takes that hood down. You remember that scene? Yeah, it's big. That's a, they, they tra- It's a money shot, uh, except they uh, they forgot their pin number. You know, you know, it's it's kind of like that kind that, that kind of straggler in your friend circle who you don't like. Uh, he sucks, mm-hmm. uh, but you know you're friendly, and then um, but you don't invite him to dick. Every once in a while, they kind of worm their way into your life. Um, mm-hmm. The bye bye man is like that where. You accidentally mention this person in passing conversation, not realizing you've 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 sparked a, a cerebral connection with them, and out of the blue they show up, right? They sh- or they call you, or they want to hang out. Sure. So you have to integrate this douche into your circle, and they when they're there, they do nothing, and they bring a dog. Like that's the worst friend. <laughs> the worst friend is the friend that you don't want around. You say their name, and then it's you know there's that that law of like you oh you've mentioned them, and suddenly then you get a phone call from them. It always happens. They worm their way into your life, and they bring their fucking dog or a guitar. Oh yeah. What if the Bible man had a guitar? <laughs> that actually up the creep. That'd be up the creep factor in this. Yeah. Anything would. I think anything would. So the rest of the cast. That'd be the Steve Vai man. <laughs> One of your favorite actors, Douglas Smith, in this. <laughs> he plays the lead. Uh, the lead role. Um, he- then you. So you got uh, Lucian Lavis Count. Cressida Bonus. I'm saying. I'm sure. It's, I'm saying all the names wrong. Michael Truco, who was in Battlestar Galactica. Yep, I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah, Carrie Ann Moss shows up for a scene or two, and then Oscar winner Faye Dunaway shows up for a scene and gets lit on fire, CGI fire. I love. She, I love that moment, and then it was, of course, bullshitted. Because I like the but, fact um, that in the span of like a, a, a seasonal year, we got to see Gabriel Byrne and Faye Dunaway ablaze, which made me happy. And then, unfortunately, yeah, she was. Sick. It was a fake blaze, but yeah. she, um, yeah, she puts her heart into this movie. She says it's her favorite. Yeah, out of the no, movie yeah. she's made. She actually did yeah. when, during the Oscars when she when they, they had that big snafu. She wanted mm-hmm. to announce the Bye Bye Man as the winner that year, <laughs> not Moonlight or. <laughs> so Douglas Smith, uh, so I he, he's an actor from True. Uh, what was that show with uh, Paxton? 
that he played the polygamist, like a yeah, um, big love, big love. He would. That's where he. I recognized this kid from, and he's no longer a kid. I th- I mean, he's he's probably pushing late twenties, early thirties. But he plays a a college student in this, um, who moves in with his best friend from childhood and his new girlfriend into yeah. this creepy house. Unfortunately, the house. Um, they're renting it, but unfortunately, this house has a bunch of, um, you know, furniture with the Bye Bye Man written in it. So if they actually find that furniture and read it, read that name, they're they're screwed. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. They they say his name out loud and then the rest of the movie unfolds. Unfortunately. Yeah, the original like pitch for this film was the Haverty's Man and they cooler heads prevailed. So that, that doesn't really sing. Um, you know, you mentioned you, you told me in a text yeah. or something that I was going to hate the leading actor. Um, you know, it's he reminded me exactly like he looks so much like one of the kids from Grizzly Park, identical. The, so, do you like him then? Does that make I don't, a good memory? I don't dislike him. I mean, he's got that look that kind of he's got like a Dane DeHaan, you know, sad, beat up, distressed look. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't. I don't hate him. I don't hate him in this. He's uh, he's definitely a damn cutie. He. <laughs> You know, I think he's got some trouble with being scared in this. I think he looks unconvincingly scared. But to be fair, his eyes are always sort of buggy. So it's kind of hard to he's being terrorized by a monster called the Bye Bye Man. Now, that is maybe it sounds good, like when you're writing the script, you know, and they but that's just not a very terrifying monster name. I guess Freddie isn't either for Jason. I guess when the movie's make a case for the monster to be terrifying then the name becomes scary you know how some bands have dumb names but they're good bands so then they have great music and so the the name becomes better but the let me have three examples of that Mm -hmm. you're asking me yeah i mean i'll I'll start with matchbox 20 i'll just leave it at that do you know what i'm saying what a great name yeah do you really want examples like silver chair you know, you know, like what is it? <laughs> Talk about like Urban Dance Squad. You know, maybe Hoodoo Gurus. Bob Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> Hoodoo Gurus. Nice. Um. All right. So, anyway, so they move into this house, and there's a at the beginning of the movie, they're having fun. They just moved in. They're 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 ha- they're, you know, they're uh. uh the the you know this Douglas what's this I don't even know the main character's name I couldn't zoom in to get his name um let's just call him Timmy he's in love with his girlfriend Elliot. who is named Sasha Elliot. Elliot that's right Elliot and um his best friend's in there and he's kind of afraid that his best friend's too he's a his best friend's a ladies man so he's a little bit worried that there's an attraction between um his girlfriend okay and, you say he's a ladies buddy. man but he does nothing in this film to reinforce that. I say he's a ladies' man because the movie makes exactly. the case and yeah, tells he's, us he's a ladies' man. He has abs. That's about all he has. Mm-hmm. And he sucks. He does. Yeah, he and he is a guy that, that, you know, our main character has lost his parents, you know, to a car crash when he was a child. And this best friend is stuck up for his friend his entire life. He's He says a line, uh, talk shit about my boys, folks. You're done. Yeah. So you can't. Rip this kid for having dead parents around this guy. One of you the know? big things people get ripped about, too, you know. <laughs> um, and you know, one thing that I told you this movie has a don't think, don't say 
uh, motif to it. A lot of the characters are, you know, don't think, don't say when they, when they, they're in like the, the soup, the bye-bye man's fog and they're, they're being terrorized. That's what they say. Don't think, don't say to themselves to remind them not to say the name, the bye-bye man. Right. Do you think the critics also listen to that? I, I would think so. They have this, this house party early on in the film, right? Um, they do. You, would, there's a huge zoom in the house party. There's a, I, okay, go ahead. I don't no, know. no, I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready for you. One of the characters says, girls that wear hats inside are crazy. Yeah. Inside a house. Yeah. Do you agree with that? You know what? I, originally, I was going to be alarmed and, and have an uproar. And then I thought about most of the people that wear hats like that. And I have to sort of, I mean, unless it's like a little baseball cap and they're just being all cute and, you know, like it's laundry day mm-hmm. or something. But when they wear those, like the hat, like the girl in this movie's wearing, I get it. You agree. You get it. Okay. But then again, I feel the same way about guys. Like if you got a freaking, if you're wearing a pork pie, get off my dick. You know? Fair enough. Um, Fair but enough. I was surprised that they didn't, that the Bye Bye Man wasn't at the house party. Because I thought it would have been kind of neat if the Bye Bye Man was there. His coin is there. His coins, yeah, his, his coins suck. <laughs> it's one of my least favorite he, things about this movie. He leaves a coin around. Now, the, so Nick said this movie is based on a book or a short story, I think. And um, I'm sure in the short story, there is a background for the Bye Bye Man. Like he is, there's a, the, the character, main character keeps seeing a hallucination of a train. There's a coin floating around. The, he's got a dog. The Bye Bye Man's got a dog. They give you nothing. Like there's no, they don't tell you why the bye bye man has been realized or why he appears in onto the earth. They don't give you a background. He's just there. Um, and the, for the the stuff with the train, they never explain, right? Yeah, honestly, no. this guy would be besties with the creeper. I mean, they're yeah. both dumb as shit. Bye bye man would have a vanity license plate. Creeper would love to have a little dog. I mean, like they they should combine forces. It seems like. If they were to meld, there could be a pretty good villain there. You know, he could have like a his life space could be like two X B Y E M N. Yeah, be greeting you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) just park right next to each other. Uh, What is uh, the girl's nickname? What's her? What's his pet name for her? Well, I know her name, Sasha. But he calls her something else throughout the first part of this movie. Honey bun? No. Bear. They call her Bear? Yeah. I thought that would come in hand. I thought that was going to be more to it, but he stops calling her Bear very early in the film, and then it's never revisited. And you know what they say, one of the golden rules in filmmaking. You introduce a nickname in the first act. It's got to pay off in the third. You know, they do something very strange in this movie. The The... He leaves her like a uh, a birthday card, some kind of love card on the bed. Yeah, um, like a ransom note he, card. Then he makes he makes for her, but yeah, it's in. He cuts out magazine letters, and it's pretty big. It's, it's like sweet, a long. Though. It's very sweet. Yeah, but it took it took him some time with some magazines and some glue, I imagine. And then at the end, do you remember what it says on the back of the card that makes her laugh? No animals were hurt making this card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you see the the line below it? No, I didn't. In a few days, you'll be dead by the bye-bye man's hand and or dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was is they revealed, he, uh, you know, these guys are all students at the mm-hmm. fantastic uh, Buchanan William University. Um, 
his uh, major was collage. So he was that was actually his thesis on her bed. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Did you ever cut up letters from a magazine and, uh, yeah. and fashion it into like a love letter? Yeah. And send it to me? No, but uh, the funny thing is, is I did it. Uh, I did it for a male friend. You did. I did. Yeah. And who? And who would that be? And why? I don't and remember I'm who sure. it was. All I know is it was creepy. It was intentionally really creepy. Um, yeah. And and it was for their birthday. And who's at and this party? It, I, also, I asked oh. him. I begged him not to uh, read that with a black light. Begged him. <laughs> Did you, did you, who's at this party? Are we talking about this house party where people are creepy in hats. Who's at this house? I mean, party the, you know, it's just, your, your typical, you know, college frat party, uh, a, a family and their child, a, a, a weird, <laughs> yeah, a his, weird, the main character's brother. Yeah. A, and a her, weird and witch, and like an occultist girl and her friends. Yeah. So let's talk about this occultist girl, this, <laughs> yeah. this, this witch. So she shows up. And um, immediately the party ends, and they decide to have a séance. Of course, because the because the girl the girl this woman has been invited. This young woman has been invited to that'd, cleanse that'd be, the house. That'd be Kim. Her name's Kim, and she's she's cleansing the house. She's making sure uh, the house is free of any evil spirits. And then they have a séance, just to, I guess double down on it, because yeah. she already does like the the incense thing. They have a séance like you do, and um, the séance goes. Uh, is 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 befouled by a skeptic, our main character, Elliot. He's not believing a word, even though she's pretty spot on about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and she's having like a one-on-one with his dead parents and they're, you know, she's dropping truths. Yeah. He even tries to fool her and she she calls him out and he's, yeah. It's Well, then he does something to test her. Do you remember what he yeah, does? Yeah, he puts the keys in the old stove there. Yeah, he takes some car, he doesn't, he's like, I'm going to go do something. He takes the car keys out of his pocket and puts them in the stove. And I'm surprised. I thought he was going to cook those keys. I thought, gonna, I thought he was going to go in the kitchen and call his agent. <laughs> I thought he was going to make some pasta key. Remember? <laughs> so what was From, that? Uh, Mouth of Madness? It's, it's no. Mouth of Madness. Yeah, it was. It was. That's yeah. right, yeah. And so, um, but then she knows. Like, she's like, I know what you did. And she said, you, you, put, you hid the keys in the stove. And he's like... Oh, you heard you heard the noise. Yeah, you know what. Yeah. 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 You know what that noise sounds like. So um, but anyway, so she starts to get a little worried. And then the name Bye Bye Man comes up and it's that's game over. Well, no, not only that, she gets worried, but then is instantly having sex with his roommate. Well, yeah, they have been flirting. Like I said, he's a ladies man. Well, he can't finish, though. So that so tells me they they got some issues, right? Yeah, he had the erectile D. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> that and 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 honestly, she does the ultimate cock tease thing by having maggots fall out of her hair. It still doesn't work for him. Yeah, the next day he's driving her back, and he's all bummed out because he's not he wasn't able to perform, and that's not like that's not like this character. And he looks at her, and she's like, "What well, do you want to come in, and we could try again in my house?" And then. He looks at her and she's got maggots, like you said, in her hair, falling out of her hair. And he's that's something that he's not into. All right. So I got to go. There's there's quite a bit of uh, stuff to de- to unpack here. Uh, first of all, we get to meet this hound early on when the little girl goes upstairs to see the room. And there's a pretty cool shot where she's opening a door and the beast head's coming out. And it, once again, it's luring the audience and thinking there may be a good movie ahead. But that's that a good, that was a good shot. And then good the coin yeah, like dumbness the happens. But um, it 
I'm starting to wonder if Jonathan Penner and Stacy Title know much about sports because um, there's a scene where they play baseball during this mm-hmm. party and they're very close to one another, which is ridiculous. But um, she's sitting there at bat and the, and, and his roommate says she's going long, which uh, I don't I don't, I don't mean to zoom in, but that's a football term. He fails to do that later that night. <laughs> um, he, uh, at one point too, um, he starts quoting Roca. Yeah. The, the poet Roca, which I don't think the Bye Bye Man movie needs. Oh, I don't I think thought, he needs I, thought it, I thought it was Zach De, De La Roca he was quoting. <laughs> so Roca, 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 I think. Um, but the he's got Joy, yeah, he's got Joy Division shirt on, uh, t shirt on, yeah. the main character. Of course he does. Yep. Yeah. Not, not, not uh, historically accurate. Um, you know what's funny is that this is one of those movies where they have the flash, but you know the first scene takes place. I was talking about the I was talking about the Bye Bye Man's wearing that shirt. <laughs> um, uh, the, the beginning it says you know 1969. There's a title card that says 1969, but then it doesn't say. You know, obviously, you know it's present day when they start showing the frat and all that, but they don't mm. say present day. And so what they I'm worried do. about what I'm worried about though is, um, in 200 years when somebody's watching this film. They're not going to realize because they don't give a second date that we we that what changed between 1969 and the 2000s. They may think that there's, there's like hundreds of years same that year. have passed. Yeah, or the same year. They think it might be the same year. Yeah, there's no. They I think that was a little flourish that they decided. Like, oh, the audience will know. They're smart enough to know that this is modern day. But you're saying, and with the two two hundred years under your belt, and you, how would they be watching this? You think? Um, I think I think honestly they'll ask COVID for permission and COVID will open up a small window and they'll watch it through that portal. Um, <clears throat> maybe they'll watch it on the peacock. Maybe that'll be the big anyway. So um, Quibi. Uh, you know, after the don't the, the drive, the seance, please don't go past the seance because you're forgetting the biggest part of this movie. OK, we already did. But are you talking about Gam's roles? I'm talking about Gam's rolls. <laughs> I had to write it down just because I knew when they talked about it, you would have taken a huge note and underlined it. Gam's rolls in this is my note. Yeah. <laughs> so tell tell us how this comes up. Well, this is where where the psychic really digs deep and pulls hard. You know, so she's saying, I, I, I see like uh, biscuits or something or rolls or something in your family. She, and, and then Cresset is like, Gam's rolls? Yeah. Like, like she, she fucking, she went straight to the heart of it, you know? Because everybody I rewound that. Yeah. I rewound it a couple of times to make sure I was getting it right that she actually does say Gam's. Yeah. And she does. Yeah. Gam's rolls. And she's not talking about her car. Like, this isn't a rich grandma, right? Well, a girl named after a Toyota would certainly not be talking about a car. <laughs> Have you seen this actress before? Chris- no, Cressida? but I've seen a Toyota Cressida a lot over the years. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, fucking game so yeah, that, rolls. That's, that, was, know, that was big. That was big. I know. And I love it. One of the features on the, if you bought, you bought this movie, right? You said, no, you, you, you didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Is well, if you buy it. Mm-hmm, yeah. For disaster, this movie, like if you, <laughs> um, 
But you know what's funny is uh this is sad because uh and then and then the psychic goes to Elliot and says Gams rolls. He's like, oh God. And and then they've cut to his parents in the car rolling over and over. He's like, yeah. How'd you know? He's def- <laughs> definitely creeped out because she knows about his parents' death and you know, deaths, and and he's thinking his friends leaked that to her. And they're like, We didn't, we didn't say a word about your your parents. Well, and he's he doesn't believe it. He's he's such a skeptic. He's like a, a scully up in here. Yeah, you know well, it's saying? so funny. It's like she, she's she's kind of a hoax though, because she's like, I envision you like after school making crafts. Ma-. He's like, he's like crafts macaroni and cheese. It's like, how'd you know? And then, and oh, then, that that's what that's yeah. what wins him over. Yeah. yeah, and then it shows their parents' car rolling, and they're just destroyed. So I thought they were gonna leak. They, they were gonna link his parents' death. Me too. Somehow to the bye bye man. They don't do that. That, why the screw doesn't have time to do something like that? No, it would be too convenient. Um, and so then, so we we talked about the po- the post seance, and you know, and this, you know, his best friend uh, drives uh, the psychic home, sees maggots in her hair, and he comes back, and he's kind of he's kind of like frightened because he saw this weird vision. He saw this, and um, his buddy's like, you should you should you know you should go hang out with her more. She's hot, dude, or something like that. And then his friend says, the girl's gross, man. He calls her gross. Yeah. She's not gross. Do you think she is? I mean, she has tendencies that are gross, like the hat and and, and, and believing in the occult and having maggots. But other than that, I mean, I think it's just rude. I mean, she gave him a good time the night before, and now he's dropping shit on her. They, they had a little product placement in this movie. Did you notice on the countertop? Gams rolls? Mm-mm. What, even what, better. What was it? Zappos chips. I did not see that. Yeah, they had a big bag of those Zappos chips, and then you know that in that weird bag, the the the, yeah. the voodoo style, the, the poorly designed bag. Yeah, I have a notification on my phone. I'm supposed to get notified whenever they're in a film. That's fucking weird. By they, the way, uh, people go nuts over those voodoo chips. You know how people are passionate about those bitches. Are they? Yeah. You think they thought that was like a clever? It was like, actually a mistake. It was a, the true story behind. Let me zoom in. The true story mm-hmm. between the between those chips. They fucked up on something that was supposed to be something else and people loved it. So they actually created it. It's like a special edition that they do. So voodoo oh, chips wow. was an, it's like all the great stories in history was a mistake that turned into magic. You know, it's like when somebody accidentally discovered, you know, like corn or like a, <laughs> like a blow job or something. Zappos is even a scarier name than Zappos voodoo chips is like more terrifying than the bye-bye man. That's true. So these characters can't say the bye-bye man, but they spend a little bit of time at the beginning spreading that name around. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't really know the power of it. They don't understand that they're, they're in for it, that they, that they've opened Pandora's box, so to speak. Right. And so they just, they just go, they don't even, at one point, the, the the main character hears a noise downstairs and he goes to investigate. He hears a scratching and he stumbles down the basement steps and is dark. And he, he keeps like looking around the corner, you know, and first of all, I would, I have to, the balls on this kid to investigate a sound in a dark basement. I'd never like for seriously, I would never, Okay, I would just shut the door and be like, okay, have fun down there. Noises. Yeah. But that's when he sees the dog he, and he, and he freaks out. But he keeps hearing these scratches and he keep then he go outside in the light of day and there are actual scratches on the house, like in the brick. Right. 
kind of like Wolverine claws, you know, like yeah. just deep scratches. Because mm-hmm. the Bye Bye Man likes to scratch. Yeah. Apparently, it's one of his things. He likes to scratch. Or maybe I guess it's the dog. I guess the dog that's doing the scratching. I think it's uh, either. Uh, yeah, because the Bye Bye Man can't be bothered to do any work. <laughs> I mean, it's either. The, I guess it's the dog, but I picture them maybe both in unison scratching the brick. You know? Yeah. Maybe they should have bye. They could have uh, bye bye him a scratching post. That's how they could have got rid of him. He just wants to scratch, Nick. Okay, so we get to re- we get to be visited by an old friend in the in the classroom sequence. Because who plays okay. the teacher? I don't know. Our boy from Mobsters, Mad Dog Cole, dog. Oh shit! I didn't even rec- recognize him. That's right. Mad Dog Cole's in this movie. Nicholas Sadler is the teacher in the Bye Bye Man. Jesus, I fucking didn't know. He's so good in Mobsters. He's so good in this. I didn't recognize him. Well, that's the thing is he's so good. I didn't even recognize. They only him. show his face briefly, and then he's talking during the scene. But man, I was like, man, they got they brought him in. Made me happy. Yeah. Obviously, it I made, made a big, a huge zoom. So another, the next big sort of scene, and it introduces my very favorite character in this movie. Mrs. Watkins, the librarian. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite. Well, he says the name. He keeps telling her to the bye bye man. He then he loops her into the, the to hell. He screws her. I know, but why do that you like actress her so is, that actress is all over the place always? Commercials, mm-hmm. movies, all that shit. Um, because it's she's got the funniest death scene in this movie. Um, ridiculous. She does. And it is ridiculous. Um, and she. I was hoping that when there, there's like this big scene that takes place in the library, I thought it would have been cute if he would have said the library, library man, and he didn't. I was hoping that he would have snuck that in. But um, but Cleo King, man, Miss Watkins, she's just, just so funny. She's like, she doesn't fit the part. Um, and she actually, this, there's a scene where she's really friendly on the telephone. This is later in the film. Very friendly mm-hmm. on the telephone. And you're like, oh, okay, they're going to get together and talk. And then you realize she's a murderer. She murdered her own children. But I love how chipper she is, and she is a bright spark in this little movie for a stretch there. Yeah, she's and then fun. She like, has I, this I, ridiculous death scene. She does. Like, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he he's he's researching the guy that we saw at the beginning of the film. It turns out he's a, was a reporter, and he had written an article that he never published. Uh, you know, they because this guy's doing some research at the library, and he and he finds the name of the Bye Bye Man, and he's he's telling the library all about her. You know, the, about the bye bye man, thus sealing her fate. But ha- what happens is once you have the bye bye man on your brain, you start, you, you, you tell people around you and then you have to kill them. And that happens to the psychic too. She kills her roommate. Well, it, it manipulates you to, to, to see things. And there's this, this idea things, yeah. that all these random killings that happen in the world are a result of the bye bye man. The devil maybe do it kind of shit. They don't really go too much into detail with it, but. There, there is a smart idea there somewhere. Uh, right. Especially, there's a scene where they really try so hard towards the end of the film, where they're showing mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's perspective and everybody's a different person than they really are, and there's all this crap. And I can see how a smarter film might have sold it. Yeah, the Bye Bye Man's like he's punking people. He's making them. He's tricking them. He's a trickster. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so. Um, they have, and it starts affecting the different characters in different ways. So the, the 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 girlfriend Sasha, she develops a cough. She gets sick, and she's coughing a lot. Um, the roommate is paranoid, 
And then the main character is kind of he's seeing he's seeing like hallucinations, right? And right. so everybody's having like a different experience. And the Bible man just sitting back like that's how I do that's how I do. Yeah, you know, that's how I work my match. And um, and then oh, and then one of my favorites is then the the main character is having trouble sleeping. And he he has a dream where the train um is on the tracks and then it just uh right before he wakes up it lights up three bare bottoms standing on the train tracks yep naked people uh for i guess i don't know who is it them who are those three nakes i don't know but that that gets the movie uh that gets the movie uh into salacious territory because there's three bare bottoms in this nice yeah mm-hmm. well i mean her nickname yeah. was bear so oh well there's the tie-in and she's coughing like she's Doc Holliday in this. I mean, she's really yeah. packing it up. Um, and she looks rough. Like, they, she's not having fun. She caught the sickness. Yeah. Um, um, and so then what What happens? You know what happens? Not a lot. The, the boyfriend, tries, he takes the matters okay. in his own hands. He does, he does a search. Like, he, he ends up the library, but he first does a search where he, Google, he Googles the bye-bye man. <laughs> And it says result results zero. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. There are no results. Yeah, zero. The the Bible man. It, you think it would find something? They could, and they and they what they did was they just cut it cut into their cinema score um, <laughs> reviews. No results. Um, I, I envision uh, a, a real a real sobering moment when uh, they brought this idea. They like, hey, I want to pitch this idea to you the bye-bye man, and then a friendship ends. Get the fuck out of my house. Or more likely, get the fuck out of this coffee bean because fuck you. But, um, yeah. You so, think it would suggest something? Like, it, you know, the did you mean Lieutenant Dan or something? It, you know, it would try to figure out what you're searching for. It wouldn't just say zero results. Oh, When's the last time you got zero results when yeah, you search for the movie I microscope? I there's a stockbroker, stockbroker known as the bye-bye man. Like, bye-bye. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, old, old bye-bye man. And then you say his name and, you know, nothing happens. But I, hey, you know what, though? That's that's the least of the transgressions that this movie's throwing at people. What's the last time you said bye-bye to someone? Do you ever say bye-bye? Absol- bye-bye. Absolutely. You have to say it cute. It can't be a whenever, serious bye-bye. Whenever I kick somebody out of an open airplane door, that's like my line. Jennifer Connelly? Bye-bye. Um, Fuck, you know what? He should have done a search and it should have just pulled up that Saturday Night Live skit with David Spade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The bye-bye man. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you, you mentioned David Spade in our last episode. Um, just to tie it together. Here's the thing. Sasha Fierce, as we'll put it, the, the girlfriend, Sasha, starts to investigate her own damn self and goes to the landlord. That's where you, she meets Mr. Daisy, the the co-writer, the writer of this film, right? Yeah. The actor but it's so funny before. that he's in a, he's like working, he's gardening when, and his name is Mr. Daisy. And he, uh, she tells him that he has a weird house. She starts asking about, he doesn't know what she's talking about. And then she says to him that it's cold. Like, she's like, I'm cold in here. And she's like, and he zooms in. He said, this is a hot house. It's actually not cold at all, honey. That's what he says. And he's like another band whose name, Hot House Flowers, Killed it, um, but I'm just saying that he got at least he got to the, the writer kept the best line in the movie for himself. You know, like yeah, it's, it's like this is a fuck house. 
Um, the the uh, yeah, and so hey, dig this. Our 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 witch. Mm-hmm. Um, so she reaches out to Elliot uh, because she needs to see him, and uh, mm-hmm. that, you know. So and then that's the first time we realize that the bye bye man is fucking with people because it turns out she slaughtered her roommates, mm-hmm. and they meet. And um, uh, she enjoys a train. She does. She sees the the psychic, unfortunately, sees an accident. And, you know, she's driving with Elliot and uh, she sees an accident and she starts. She's like, stop the car, stop the car and runs towards this family that has been in a car accident. But unfortunately, it is a hallucination and a real train. Yeah, really runs. And, and there's actually a split second of a cool smash, like a cool bit of violence there mm-hmm. cut very quickly. But it, it kind of is like, oh, that's right. This is a horror movie. And then it's quickly now, over. But you said that there is an unrated version of this. I wonder if there's actually more gore. Um, I wonder I what, how it, much. I think it's just more scenes of Alice, like, finding coins. The little girl. Yeah. His uh, niece. Yeah. yeah. They, um, so we we failed to mention the, the actor, the roommate, the, the best friend, is in class. And he looks at his phone. Okay. And the bye-bye man has left some video on his phone for him, you know, of, of – of, you know, some creepy video footage on this guy's phone. And what did you think? It's kind of reminded me of the movie. I don't know if you heard of this movie, It. Oh, yeah? Where Pennywise is pulling that. He's pulling the same kind of gunk, you know? Yeah. It'd be fun if the Bye Bye Man had, like, an Instagram account. Right. You know? I think it'd be better if it was, like, by underscore by spelled wrong underscore man six. You know? Lots of dog pictures. You know, yeah, and 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 actually, it's just it's just got a loop of "Say My Name" the song on his stories. You know, he's just trying to get some work. Yeah, so yeah, the um, Bye Bye Man is a fucking sucker for Instagram stories. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, I noticed that they had another flashback se- sequence when they show this um, man at the beginning of the film who's shooting up the neighborhood. Um, he kicks down his neighbor's door and shoots, starts shoots a mom and then her daughter. But before the daughter gets blasted in a very PG shotgun blast, yeah. there's no blood. Yeah. She throws a pillow at the shotgun. She throws a pillow, a couple pillows his way to try to get him to, uh, to block the shot, so to speak. I and guess. doesn't he shoot a handicapped person as well? I don't remember there's that. Somebody who's on, who, there's a wheelchair and then there's a guy on the ground and he's, and he's trying to creep to his, to his escape and he is destroyed. Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, well, I'll have to watch again. Don't need to tell me twice. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, and then that introduces another, another stuff. Because, okay, so the the two big actors, sort of big actors that show up very peripherally in this, Carrie Ann Moss plays a detective who sucks, um, who doesn't do her job, and, it, and lets Elliot talk her into not thinking he's a nut job. And then Faye Dunaway, who plays the surviving wife of the slaughterer uh yeah much much years later yeah much years because the film kind of once you know i mean it barrels through this dog shit for a while and then in the last like you know the last act a lot of this stuff comes together you know once the uh once the goth chick gets destroyed by a train it kind of moves pretty quick and we and 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 we start to see the minute the manipulations taking effect so uh there are there are onlookers who thought they saw elliot with a knife in his hand chasing the girl towards yeah. the train and they found out the knife stabbed people in her apartment. So this is, this is a, just a whole series of shenanigans that the bye bye man is pulling off uh, by doing zero work. <laughs> he is. And he's, and he doesn't even look like he's really enjoying it. Mm-mm. He looks like he's just like, he's just kind of 
Eh, like he shows up in the library. He 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 kind of does a, co- a couple creepy sits in the library. Do you notice that? Right. Yeah. And uh, and there's a couple of shots and, where he's he's creeping in a room and they turn a light on and there's just a cloak hanging there or something. Yeah, yeah. Or that's a, that's his big. That's his. That's a signature. You know what that is? That's, that's somebody that. who, out of the corner of their eye, while they were like having dinner, uh, a James Wan film was on the TV. He's like, "Oh, that's a good idea. I, I, that's a neat way to create." Oh, I didn't pay attention, so I'm gonna just try to replicate it from rote memory, and I got none. The one of the the main character keeps saying he's trying to get inside us. He keeps giving he keeps giving that warning. Yeah, I could take that in a couple different ways. I'd say. Yeah, that's been overheard on the Miramax lot. <laughs> oh my. He's trying to get inside us. He's trying to get inside my friends. He says stuff like that. And that gives the, the Bible man a whole new level of creepiness. But the, that's not what the Bible man is not about that, that he's not about any kind of sexual type stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's really in it for he's really in it for the sits and watching. He's in it for the I don't know. I think he's probably furious because his name he's is like the most meditative monster. I think he's just furious. Know? His name is Bobby Mann and people have misheard it. So they've created this entire mythology. He's like, my name's Bobby Mann. I don't understand why you can't just call me Bobby Mann. I won't come creep you. But no, you you got my name wrong, so I got to create murders and shit. Actually, I was thinking about this. The Beach Boys, man, they could have really rocked it. Because they play Bye Bye Love in this movie. Buddy For Holly. no reason. But they could have done ba 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 man ba 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 man. That would have been a better song for them to do. But they do. They do play bye bye uh, bye bye love and the Elliot cover of is, Buddy Holly. Yeah, and Elliot's all cheerful in that scene, which is ridiculous. Well, he's singing it like frantically singing it uh, along to it because I guess the they thought, well, this has got bye bye in the tight in the movie in the lyrics, so we'll put it in the movie. They called Carrie Ann Moss in here to pinch hit for a couple scenes. Do you think she owed them a favor? I have no fucking idea how that happened. Yeah. I mean, granted, she's not exactly in the public eye with Joe Pesci. No, she's she's not in movies really mm-hmm. much. So maybe she just needed to work as much as uh, you know the other guys did. Yeah, and she called. She puts them in the box, so to speak. She puts their art. You know, Carrie Ann Moss, detective, puts the main character in the box, starts interrogating him, and he. He does something very smart. He says, I, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and she's like, all right. I believe you. I guess you can go. Yep. I guess you can go. I'm saying she's yeah. a shit detective. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to, he really is trying to stop the bye-bye man for, from going viral. And he does. Like he, that, you know, the, that's the thing. Maybe the movie followed its own mission statement, you know, that they put forth the movie. You got to stop this, this monster, this from catching on. And that movie followed suit. I'm reading here about the director's cut. There's a scene where he beats the bye bye man. He's he buries he buries the name on the on our message board thread. <laughs> I told you I had, I had a dream, the saddest dream. I had a dream, dream that we got we got a couple comments, and then in my dream, I was like, I'm gonna read those later. And I really thought this, and then I woke up and I I should have read those comments in the dream. Yeah. You know? I bet you they would have been amazing. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I dreamt about comments. That's the saddest. Uh, that's uh, at age 47. <laughs> um, so things kind of go. There's this big finale at the house um, where all the kids are seeing the wrong things and people are getting hurt mm-hmm. and people are getting punked by the bye bye man. Bye bye man's doing no work at all. He, he hits his friend with a bat. Yeah. I mean, he hits and he throws a nightstand in the woods. Like there's a couple very cute things that happens towards the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his friend does not die, by the way. He his friend actually kind of takes the bat blow like a like he's kind of fine. He's like, you know, he's he is certainly dizzy from it. Yeah. 
but not mortally wounded. But Elliot doesn't look like he can really generate a ton of bat speed. So Mm-mm. right before he hits him, he says, "Go long." <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know there is an adorable. Okay, so yeah, uh, Cressida uh, is defeated uh, accidentally by our hero, where he thinks he's beating his friend's ass, and he's actually nailing his girlfriend to death yeah, well he gets he you, you didn't talk about the death of the librarian that's where he acquires the gun okay you said she has a dumb death so talk about that well no there, there's a scene where okay so oh god damn it i'm remembering um so he's he's he thinks he's licked this he's figured out it's like it's like in uh, in all those freddy movies like oh if i just don't believe if i don't believe his bullshit I can beat him. So yeah, we make him more real with our fear. He realizes that. So he's driving and he sees what he thinks is the, the visage of his friend in the street. And he Mm -hmm. drives through it because he knows it's not real and he's right. But then instantly (laughs) Mrs. Watkins (laughs) is standing there in the middle of the street for no reason. And he smashes her. And then she's come to, she's come to kill him. him. Yeah. yeah. She got bye-bye. But, but then there's this awful shot of her, like a little death scene against a tree which is really poor. She looks at him, goes with some blood on her, goes, and then and then she just she fades away. Yeah, so dumb. Uh-huh. And then yeah, but she can re- she can rest now, Nick, because you know she's no longer in the embrace of the bye bye man. That's true. So she can rest. She's going. She can go to heaven. Yeah, she's going to go to heaven. And she immediately gets thrown into prison. <laughs> you had a dumb death scene. You, you you dumbly died. Yeah, and by the way, the innocent family members that you killed, boiling in hell. <laughs> So they go to their house uh, and there's a, a whole confrontation and there's a scene where they keep cutting back and forth and one person's got one face and then one person thinks that the, the old chewed up train victims there and one person, you know, it's all shitty and uh, a bunch of people get hurt. But there's an adorable little moment after yeah. our, our girl has been defeated by Elliot. The bye bye man's hound goes and sucks on her face. I know he does that a couple times in the movie. The bye bye. He likes to he likes to. To feast on face. I love it. This. I love it. And then he also loves to throw that body. That's another thing that he likes to do. Yeah, he does throw a body. But, you know, well, I thought it was very strange, very sad that because, you know, Elliot, our hero, is in love with this woman. And then, Nick, he shoots her. Like, he doesn't, he's the one. Yeah. That, that he ends up killing. What he loved. Literally killing his love. It's just, I mean, have you seen that before? Only all the time. And then who else dies? I thought that was a great scene after that happens. The bye-bye man runs into the room and says, what just happened? <laughs> I had nothing to do with this shit. But no, I love this. This is my favorite. Catch me up. Catch me up. Um, because, of course, the brother and his daughter have to show up. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. First of all, um, one of my one of the, a recurring theme on the uh, movie Microscope is brought back into the fort. Something we haven't had in a while. A, a kid with a peeing issue. Oh, she has to pee. She, has she a, wants to get in the house. She has a pee-pee yeah. issue, which we have not seen on this show since the 2012 episode. That's a super zoom. So this girl's peeing conditions actually influences the plot while her her dad is like mm-hmm. listening, you know, listening through the door to Elliot uh, with a gun. And it's amazing. First of all, the kid Alice, she looks like a baby Annabella Shiora, which is makes me happy. Speaking of Harvey Weinstein. Um, but oh, this brother is on the other side of the door. He won't Elliot's uh, on the other side. Ellie ends up taking his own life. He shoots himself. He does get what? Well, not before he said he keeps saying bye, 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 bye. And his brother's like, "You saying bye, bye?" Like he's like he threw the door. I'm hearing bye, bye. What's that mean? You yeah. know. 
and Elliot shoots himself before he can spread. Yeah, his, the... his brother's saying, I'm getting no search results. What's going on? <laughs> and he and he and you know Elliot's trying to cover his mouth up, but he can't stop saying, uh, almost saying the bye bye. Yeah, and then the most traumatic scene in the movie happens. Like the only part in the film that actually emotionally moved me was for the for like half a minute where he couldn't find his daughter. He's like wandering around looking for her and all that. And then yeah, the house he, he starts. The house starts to catch fire or whatever. And he mm-hmm. finally finds his little daughter sitting in the truck, which is adorable. Um, and this is this is this is an amazing bit. This guy is built like a brick shit house emotionally. Like this guy has got the coping skills for PTSD like I've never seen before, because the Bible man has just ruined everything. The house, mm-hmm. you know, and the girl says, "What about Elliot?" And he goes, "The fire can't hurt him anymore." <laughs> so he doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't. He heard a gunshot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know Dick. He doesn't know about the Bye Bye Man. And he's mm-hmm. instantly over it. He's, he's acceptance has washed over him already minutes after. He loved her. He said he loved his brother. I thought you going back to this P subplot that happens, which I thought was a nice wink to the audience from the writer because there's a P subplot. She has to really go to the bathroom and he took a giant shit. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> pumping these <laughs> script out. Yeah. That was a nice nod, little. Oh, she says, uh, at one point, there's this. I have this written down. Who says this? Oh, she says, "What do you think I am? A flash?" I know that's. I wrote it down as well. One of the great lines in cinema. <laughs> because she couldn't read the desk, like because for some reason the desk materialized down from the creek bed up back next to the house, and mm-hmm. she was reading it because that's what you do when you're a girl pissing, and. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to think she's going to say the bye-bye man, yeah. but she... And she's like, what do you think I am, a flashlight? And then they laugh. He goes, my brother's dead, and they laugh. <laughs> the book this is based on is called The Bridge to Body Island. I guess that's the short story. Nice. Is that what your island's named? Hmm. Nice. That's not. Body Island, that's what your island should be named. <laughs> I like the idea of uh, of him finding his daughter, and she's still mm-hmm. in the act. And she's like, I didn't realize I had to piss and shit. So I'm still shitting right now. <laughs> and, and and he's like, take your time. Elliot's gone. Well, and another thing, I read a couple interviews about this movie. That the, the actors were fairly pleased, for the most part, with it, except Cressida. Uh-huh. She was angry because she actually went to cold, having a cold acting classes. And she felt that they underutilized. She had some sniffles, like different kinds of sniffles. She wanted to sneeze a few times in the... And Stacy Title was like, "Can we just leave it at coughing?" And she's like, "But I got, yeah, you know." She she wanted a box of Kleenex beside her the whole time, and they couldn't. I guess they couldn't afford that prop. Yeah. So she was said she was disappointed that she wasn't able to use her complete toolbox, her complete flu toolbox. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, our 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 British actor went went to uh, not not being able to maintain erection classes. Is he British? Yeah. If his fucking name's Lucian, come on. Who names yeah. their kid Lucian that's not fucked up? <laughs> Erectile dysfunction acting classes? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, those classes paid off. Well, see, no, I don't think it was erectile dysfunction. I just don't think he could have orgasm. So I think it was hard as a rock, but nothing was shooting. Once again, the director's cut will just demystify all of this. I don't think that's what that scene was trying to tell us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's yeah. He was disappointed. He had a he had I don't know. He had some problems down down south. I think. Yeah. Poor guy. I see. I envision it, and I, 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 this may be a little too deep, um, but I envision I envision them having the act, 
Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, these kids are totally watching a ton of porn. So he's yeah. like whipped it out and he's, he's trying to shoot it all over the build, all over the building. And that's where he, he comes short. Oh, he can't do that. Yeah. So he wants to cover her up and, you know, <laughs> I don't think that's what the movie is trying to say. I think he couldn't perform. I think they smooched a little bit and she was ready for the next phase and he was not. Oh, cause then the chapter was- stop on the DVD is called the bye bye gland. So I thought, Maybe. And, you know, the Bye Bye Man, they should have had that scene maybe in the director's cut where he's has a, a voodoo doll of this guy and he's in the room in the dark and he's got like, like I don't know, like a sp- like a tiny little spaghetti hanging from the crotch. You know, like that's how he gets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he kind of like winks at the dog like, I got this. This guy, there's no way this guy's putting it in. Well, the funny thing is, is... um a gifted psychic still got fucking duped by his inability. You think she would have seen that thing not coming? She's like, let me, let me save you the trouble, buddy. Maggots are about to fall out my shit. Uh, But she's gross. That was his excuse. Like not only, you know, that he could not perform, but he blamed her and said, she's gross. And she wasn't gross until the maggots, I guess. But, before and that, then the was, other thing that bothered me was okay. She gets destroyed by a train. She does, and she, mm-hmm. and then when she, when they have her apparition revisit, it's relatively intact. Huge missed opportunity to have this just wet oh. thing, like this wet half piece of you know. She does come back as a zombie. You're right. She or a little bit like a, a vision, I guess, that terrifies him. Um, but on, in, in a turn of events, that he gets rock. Rock hard during that. Yeah, all things considered, like, though, in pretty good shape considering the circumstances. You're right. You're right. You don't think she? You, you think she should have been blown apart by the right. by the train? Yeah, actually, yeah. when they the test audiences were like, she doesn't look train killed enough, and I agree. You're right because she does go under. She she goes under that. Train. Yeah. You know what's funny? The train mm-hmm. does not stop. He the guy tries. He tries, but then he's like, "Oh, she's dead. I'm out of here. I got a schedule to keep." Because like the next shot is the train just leaving town. Yeah. Which is weird. I know. Was, I don't know what their policy is at trains, but usually when you smash a human being, they might need you to hang out. Mm. It's true. So, all right, great movie. I'm hit the end of my notes. Uh, at the end of my notes, they keep here. threatening a sequel to this. It wasn't a financial hit. Maybe we dodged. Maybe we dodged it like we dodged COVID. I wonder how much money this one made at the old theater because it was a theatrical release. Oh, no, it made it made a it, it it cost about seven. It made about twenty seven. Are you serious? Yeah. It it made some money. It made some money, but that's not a that's not a relatively monstrous hit by I any mean, stretch. I'm surprised it actually made that kind of money though. How about let's talk about the worldwide? No. How much did it do in Ireland? <laughs> wonder if it's still wonder if like the the studios like you know what during these covid times maybe we should you release this one to drive-ins you know like you know nobody saw this really i guess in america they did well two people get drove in so that makes sense yeah so you wouldn't you didn't like this movie too much huh that's what i'm hearing no you know and the funny thing is is horror horror i mean you get battered wife syndrome from horror it constantly we, our, our standards are so low that what can what's considered a good movie is the, it's such a low barometer, and still I find it hard to uh, 
get emotion. And it's funny because I forgot I have Shudder. And so I'll see these movies that are recommended that are available on Shudder. And then I go and I watch like a piece of the trailer and I, I'm like, <laughs> fuck me. Hey, um, do you think the Bye Bye Man who who is defeated when you don't when the people don't say his name and everybody's dead that know that his name's on the brain, they're gone. And so then he's no longer. But do you think he ever appears accidentally when someone just says like they're like at their frat or something Bye-bye, or man. they're leaving their house? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that he just he's like, I'm here. Yeah. You think that's yeah. Do you think he ever rounds up and he's like, I'll take it. That's me. Yeah. You know, but there's a comma. That's all right. I you think it would be great if um uh, a huge fuck up ha- happens and somebody starts a pizza company, like a delivery pizza company called Bye Bye Man. And so he's showing up at people's doorsteps all night. And, oh, my my bad. That's his it's only line of dialogue is my bad. Dream come true. Yeah. Doug Jones said this was the hardest movie he's ever made. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. He had, to, I mean, he had to like stretch his fingers once. Like he had to tilt his head when he was like, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He almost uh, sprained his ankle at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get, trying to get out of the, out of the screening. Well, the scene called for him to walk and they they just CGI'd it. They said, don't, don't bother. We got you. Yeah. They put a green screen <laughs> over his lower half. He wore a uh, green pants. <laughs> I mean, Doug Jones is a fantastic actor. He's so good, and he his looks he does look sort of creepy, but he's got he does zero. Yeah, and actually, um, zero. And I thought uh, underappreciated was the mocap work Charles Durning did as the Hound. Oh my! What if he had like you know? I would have been there the whole time, going. I think he should have a cat. You know, yeah. like <laughs> let's get some, let's get some more. Is he's a? He, that's one thing you could say about the Bye Bye Man. He lo- he's a pet lover. Yep, a pet owner, pet lover. Maybe he's carrying around a a bowl of goldfish. Yeah, he's got yeah yeah know. absolutely hamster in his pocket. You know, ratatouille under his hood. Yeah, he's got something like that. Give me more animals. You know. Yeah. They never explain a fucking thing. Like there's nothing that they tell you about the bye bye man other than his name. There's no background. Yep. They give you zero. But then again, do you crave any extra film being shot? (laughs) I want to know something. Mm. I can't I expect to know why he's chilling. You know, like why he's there. Why is what's why does he have a coin? Do they tell you? Yeah. I think we. I think I think it'd be funny as hell. as like you're 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 going through CNN money, and they're like, we found out why there's a coin shortage. Fucking bye bye man has been teleporting that shit all over the known universe. And the funny thing is, it makes it sound like a like a fucking cell phone like notification. It's that same sound every time a coin falls out of something. It's like, oh yeah, somebody just fucking just got their the new uh, life in Angry Birds. You know, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> Did you see that? Um, I will say this about this movie. The one thing that is kind of interesting about it is that his the Bible man's cloak, his like hoodie or whatever, mm-hmm. is actually in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Stacy Title stood at the entrance and threw it in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say there's headphone jacks in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, they tell you nothing. He's just there. Yep. And then his name's so dumb. 
Yeah. But people are, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's almost like a dare. It's like, Hey, John, they're like at a party and they're fucking stoned off their ass. And Stacy, John, come up with something dumber than the Babadook. <laughs> and they're like, we got your six. You see Elliot's wi- Wi-Fi password was the bye-bye man. He's <laughs> giving it out that party. <laughs> Let's do the work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you are at the tattoo parlor, uh, and uh, you high-five the person leaving who has just gotten a bye-bye man tattoo on your way in. And then he's like, oh, God, another? All right, so what do you want from the bye-bye man on your person? All right, well, I would have, of course, and this would be fairly elaborate, but I think people would know what movie it's from, which is important to me. Um, there'd be a hand dangling uh, a set of keys over a, a pot, you know? Yeah. And that would be, I would put that on my, um, on my wing. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have, um, I think where'd be a good location. All right. Maybe coming out of my left nip, I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to have a girl like looking into a doorway and on the other nip on my right nip. I'm going to have the dog's head coming out. So it's going to look like, you know, I need this to be a reprodu- re- reproduction of that scene where you got her, a little girl on my, one of my tits, and then a, a dog's head on my other one. Yeah, so that's what's happening. Yeah, you're referencing the kind of the eeriest scene in the film. Yeah. So you're picking well, but you're also getting like a little a little girl tattooed on your nip, I'm, as you say. As it happens, yeah. But yeah, that's that's not the that's not the part that gets me solid. You like the dog. Yeah, the dog head poking out. Yeah. Any, any room for the bye bye man on that? No, no, no. I want, I want, I want something that th- those are two way more effective pieces of the film. Um, all right, so you are at, you have been given your your financing uh, mm-hmm. for a sequel to the bye bye man. Oh yeah. Now, what what kind of a story were we going to have happening here? I think the sequel would be interesting, where these filmmakers made a movie that, you know, not a lot of people saw, yeah. right. With this cursed name in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to spread it, to spread the name, to kind of like, like, kind of like the ring, like I said. Yeah. But it luckily nobody really talked, you know, nobody's really interested. No one keeps talking about this movie except these two, two dumb podcasters. <laughs> and they say the name a million times <laughs> during their podcast. And then that's the, the bye-bye man. Um, then also, enters the podcast space (laughs) 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 and he destroys he creates a uh, rival podcast you know something like that yeah i like yeah yeah enters yeah i like that That, that'd be good i think that'd be a good sequel and then they reveal the true name of the bye-bye man his real earth name roger deke and then he and they he and then we're terrified he back he, he appears to us and he beckons to this to the screen and you, you see, like these letters appear in this in the in the um, address bar, and it goes to mo- it goes to his <laughs> podcast page on uh, on app iTunes or Apple yeah. Podcasts, and he's got a shit ton of comments. Okay, on his, yeah, on his that's podcast. kind of cut. Mm-hmm. All right, so mine is a mount- like a like a really good mountain climber is up there. And his shit breaks, his string breaks, his rope. Is that they call mm-hmm. it a string? His string breaks, yeah. yeah. And he falls mm-hmm. down the down the mountain, and he's hitting rocks. And somehow, the guttural sounds that come out of him, bye, bye, man. That's he just he those words are forced out of him. It's, he's not saying it, but that's the sounds that come out. 
Mm-hmm. So he's in a full body cast in a coma and he's summoned the Bible man who is forced to sit in his, ho- in his hospital room with the hound looking at him. This guy's in complete traction, complete body cast. The Bible man was summoned has nothing to do. So basically this guy has a guy keeping him company for his entire, his coalescence. So mm-hmm. he is just, there's like six years in a coma with the Bible man and his hound wasting time in this hospital room. He's in a full body cast. And somehow still moving more than the bye-bye man. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of cute. It's like the bye-bye man kind of learns a little bit about patience and the hound, and they're just sitting there. And this guy inadvertently has kind of kept the bye-bye man from doing any harm, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's yeah. a real cerebral thing, man. Bye-bye man's just sitting in that room, read a book, which would constitute a lot more effort for him. But he's sitting there reading a book with his dog. Just, you know, the, the nurse will come in. Um you know, check his tubes and shit. Fucking, she thinks she's in an empty room by herself. She rips ass right in the bye-bye man's face. He takes it. You know, he's... Ah. I think it's great. The hound, like, gives him a fucking knowing glance. Like, I actually punked you. You better remember that for later. And then, yeah, so that's funny. You know, like... Right. Uh, no, it's... Guy comes to fix the air, clean- the air conditioning in the room. His ass is hanging out right in the bye-bye man's face. Bobby man's got to take it like a man. <laughs> you know, I keep picturing like a, a group of kids and, you know, the, the Bobby man's trying to communicate, get his, get the name out. And they're at the Ouija board and he's spelling out his name for them. Starting with the T. The. You know, the. <laughs> by. By. Why is by twice? Wait, wait, Did you. you know, by the time you get to the end, it's over. Like the kids are bored, you know? Yep. You need a, like a, a catchy kind of a quick horror name. Yeah, you, you want to you want to come up with a you want to get some shit done. Mm-hmm. Be a killer whose name when you invoke their name kills people. Your name's Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There'd be no Earth. Just be a bunch mm-hmm. of fucking weird weird trench coat dicks walking around. You know. Um, so you've been given the financing for your own enterprise related to the Bye Bye Man. How do you spend them coins? Coins, nice. I actually thought of visit about a business yesterday when I, but now I can't remember it. Mine's actually kind of esoteric. Mm-hmm. It's called Bye Bye Us, and it's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a quiet room. Uh-huh. So they they put this this foam padding everywhere. There's hallways made of foam padding. The ceiling it's completely sound tiled, and you you pay like you know a fee. You go in there, and it's that you can't make sound. No sound comes out. It can't be heard. You could scream full, full, full bitch and nothing comes out. So you just like, walk okay. around in this quiet place kind of introspectively. And Krasinski? You, yeah. And you just can't shout. You can't quiet. You know, you just, you can't do anything. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then, it, and then you just basically, you go through this labyrinth, just screaming for no reason. And then you come out and then um, there is a standee of Doug Jones. And, and you're like, man, I thought he was fucked up in the makeup. Your friend, Doug Jones. Yeah, Doug and I go back. I love me some Doug Jones. Tall drink of water, right? Isn't he a big guy? He's he's tallish. I mean, everybody, you know, he's tall, skinny as nut. Stringy. Super, tall. Yeah. Yeah. How, what, what do you think he sits at? I think, what do you think a sitting what do you think his sitting height is? Not not his actual height, but his sitting I've height. I've never thought of it. I'll say three yeah, three six. You think so? Yeah. I'm gonna look at his wiki. Uh, what's look. his leapfrog height? That's a, such a good question. Yeah. 
He's been a lot of stuff, old Doug. Yep. Doug Jones. Legion. Yeah, he played the ice cream yeah. truck guy. Yeah. And that's it, right? Those two movies he was in. <laughs> he's in most of Guillermo's yeah. stuff. He's in he's all over the damn place. He's been around a long time. He's in Buffy. Like he's always yeah. in makeup. Yeah. Always in the, he's in Star Trek yep. now. Like yep. he's in that Star Trek yep. show. Yeah. He's getting paid. He's in Love Jones. Um <laughs> <laughs> what would my business be, Nick? I mean, I wouldn't mind getting I'd have to talk to Chris, uh, Cressida about this, but you know, like impressed, impressed by her range, her, her cold acting range in this. Yeah. And I would ask her, maybe she could be, we could do as seen in the bye bye man, uh, you know, cold, like symptoms acting. Yeah. You know, take a class from, uh, the actress that played Sasha in the bye bye man. And so you could, you know, she would teach you to how to like mime, like, you know, um, blowing snot into a handkerchief, <laughs> Popping up phlegm, right? You know when you don't really have any, right? Um, watery eyes, sniffles. Yeah, like there'd be a whole like you know three part on sniffles. Yeah, like sticky diarrhea. <laughs> uh, you know, you pretend you're looking in the mirror and and just like uh, and she does this in the movie where she looks in the mirror and she goes oof and she like touches her eye like the flesh around her eyes like oh god you know um, she's like man I don't look good. She zoomed in on herself, but she didn't look bad. Yeah. I will give her that. She looked, she looked pretty good. I've never seen this actress before, Nick, but she made an impression on me. So far, your business is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> A little cold acting class. Um, all right. You don't think there's you don't think there's room in this world for? I'm sure there is. Uh, yeah. Such a venture. Yeah. I thought maybe we could join forces. And they'll have, you know, yeah, they always have pictures of uh, of the people that, that have kind of risen to fame from there. Like you go to like the, you know, like those famous acting classes, you'll see pictures of headshots of all the famous people. And then on the wall, you like, they got Cold Hauser, they got Cold Meanie <laughs> on the wall. Well, I, Don, you know, Don Sniffles. I might have to talk to her, Chris Cressa, because she might think about it. Like she's, Maybe she's a demanding teacher. Like, and so you're in there in class and you're like miming, uh, shaking out some Advil, right. you know, like, Oh God, some Advil cold and sinus or something. Right. And she just throws down her <laughs> script pages. <It's> no, <laughs> I don't believe it. You know, something like that. Yeah. You know, she could be, you know, and really it's a reflection on herself. She thinks she's the crown, like the cold, acting crown right have and she doesn't really want to see anybody moving in her territory but times are tough yeah there's you always know, not getting a lot of yeah. acting parts yeah you got mucus dunston phlegm dobbs i mean all these people have like really just rocked it there <laughs> sore throat run on i mean there's so many yeah those people are just you know flu gulager you're in the movie. You're in the Bye Bye Man. What's happening, man? <laughs> Dreams do come true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What character would you play? I'm the first guy that that guy shoots at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> you got a quick out. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm there. Um, I'm I'm thumbing through the 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 daily. I'm like thumbing through the fucking. You know, I've gotten my 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 pages for the day. I've got the call sheet in one hand. I got my first, you know, my sides. I, I I've I've just started to read it, and my eyes are already starting to roll, and then my head gets blown off, and I'm and I thought my last words are sweet release. 
I'd be like a surprise, like little, like the characters would say the by my man, and I would be the Kool Aid man. I'd burst through the wall, and I get to someone say my oh, no, okay, you know, and maybe I could keep right, right just kind of taking the air out. The Kool Aid man, isn't that his name? The Kool Aid man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I would barge in through the bricks, the the, the scratched bricks. Yeah. I mean, the weird his real name is Elmer Tibbs, but they found that didn't roll off the tongue, so they called him the Kool Aid man. He took some cold acting classes as well, the Kool-Aid man, but he thought he was talking about the ice in him. Yeah. Yeah. And he he's like sitting there embarrassed. Yeah. You know, fuck, I didn't. Well, they, they, no they, they think was, a jug sneeze. He actually aced know? that class and uh, they were furious because they found out that wasn't cold sweats. It was condensation. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, the the Kool-Aid man ain't acting. That's just fucking drips from his drink. That would be think about these characters saying in terror the Kool-Aid man. Do you know? Well, not only way more. Honestly, if we were doing a list of the scariest things in film history, you would rank probably number one as a as a villain. The Kool-Aid man. Like just look at him. He's fucking I'm shitting my pants right now thinking about that. And he's got he's got wall breaking powers. That's how powerful he is. He could snap necks easily, you know. Yeah. And then of course the you know, the big reveal, that's child's blood rolling around in him. <laughs> but it's that fucking two dimensional smile that fucks me out. <laughs> the Bible man could could learn. He does smile in this a little bit. Yeah. He does smile in this. Yeah. Yeah. Gives a little bit of a, a smirk. Yeah. I think at one well, point. And, when then, things start- and he gets confused at one point when Elliot puts a gun on himself. Bobby Man's like, oh, oh, plan, plan trouble. Yeah. He doesn't want, he wants his name to get out. Yeah. Now, we didn't, now, one thing I wanted to do before we wrap it up, and I know we have to talk about the island, but, uh, you know, we get a part of our job is to, I feel like we haven't lifted up. The bye bye man. We haven't. I, I wanted to take his and put him firmly in the place of other horror icons. Yeah. I mean, can we call him an icon? Do you think we've done the job? I mean, I wouldn't put him on my desktop. What do you mean? The wall, like wallpaper? No, as an icon. I wouldn't <laughs> click on that link. I, I mean, is there you think there's someone on earth that's terrified of I mean I guess if I was a little kid and I happened upon this movie right. at age like 5 or 6 I would be scared. Yeah. So yeah, in the pantheon of horror icons. Like just give me a give me a, a who's he who's he behind? You know uh, what I'm saying? He, like who, he's behind who's he trailing? He's behind the Hawaiian punch mascot. Oh, that guy is kind of yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. Did he have like did he have dreadlocks? The he had, he had like he, red he, he had red like hair. tribal like a tribal thing going on. Yeah, like you know, he had some red hair, yeah. white body. I think didn't he have like a yeah Pillsbury Doughboy kind of thing going yeah. on? But I'm talking about movie monster. Oh, okay, man. like what's another un- underappreciated movie monster that you can think of? Anybody? Um, like that compares to the Bye Bye Man, or just in general? Either. Um, I I don't know, like Old Yeller, or like uh, where does he rank? And you know, should he rank higher or lower? Once we figure that out. But you think of some of the greats, right? You know, like uh, Dracula, right? Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Godzilla, King Kong, Jaws. Annabelle. Right, right. You got, what, Barlow, Lestat. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. 
Vampires, you got nice. Eddie Eddie Quist, you know, you got the, who's that? Eddie Quist, Howling, Eddie Quist? you got the Blair Monster, oh. you know, you got mm-hmm. you know, you got Evil Speak, you got fucking the Manitou, you know, you got Quasimodo, you got you know, like Sweeney Todd, even you know, you got so many fucks out there, right? Scorpion King, Scorpion King, yeah, I mean, you got Poltergeist Tree, the Poltergeist Tree, you got you know Pennywise, you got Norman Bates, nice. you got Lake Placid. Got the Deep Rising. Uh, you know, you've got the Headless Horse individual. Uh, Jack Jack Torrance in there. You got Jack Torrance. You got Hard Rain. Um, <laughs> got you know, like when uh, somebody's like you know flipping out. War the War Games computer. Yeah, you got. Maybe we can put him. I think that I think we know. I think he's maybe right after the War Games computer. The Bye Bye Man. What do you think? Okay, as far as like in- inconveniences, mm-hmm. like uh, as far as horror movie icons that are like where the the amount of convenience that they provide, you know, like you think about Norman Bates killed a handful of people, so he's not as right. he's not as dangerous as Godzilla, who has stepped on thousands, right? Blown up hundreds of thousands, like people just shit under him. Yeah. So he's got to be closer to Norman Bates in the inconvenience meter than Godzilla for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I might put him, I might put him right behind the B in, in My Girl. Fair enough. Yeah, I was trying to put him on a list of villains, though. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> or like, you think that B? That you think that was the second movie that B was in after the Swarm? Do you think they got the same B for My Girl? Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. I got to start my start when Michael Caine was eating my feces, and now I'm in My Girl, the foremost B actor. Yeah. Insect, insect actor. I think his name's Arthur. Yeah, I know you're talking about. No. Um, mm-hmm. And so, Island. Yeah, goddamn. I'm glad we're here. Um, so you've you've uh, you've adjoined to your private lounge, floating lounge. Uh, you've been gathering all this debris from movies over the years, mm-hmm. and you got to take something special from uh, what's this thing called again? Uh, the Bye Bye Man. I, I I heard you hesitate to say it, and I don't blame you. It got to you. This movie got to yeah. you. What would I take to my island? There is a cute little thing in this movie. I don't know if you noticed it, but I will take it. It's a little weather vane with a mountain man on it. I do not remember that. Bearded mountain man. He has like a red cap. And they're showing you that the, I guess there's some wind kicking up. Right. I guess some ominous wind and this little weather vane with this man on it. Looks like a little garden gnome almost, but he's. He's somehow on this little, I don't guess it's a weather vane. He's, he's rocking back and forth. I take that. Not bad. You know, that little cutie from this. Yeah. I put that up on my uh, island because there's no way I'm taking anything related to this monster. In him. Oh, and he's an axe. And uh, he has an axe on the weather, man. I don't remember that at all. An axe wielding mountain man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is that peeing girl. That's something. Um, there's, uh, man, there's so many cool things. But I think I'm going to go generic. You know, there's that famous desk in this movie, that little nightstand. That's a big play. Right. Um, You're right. Actually, you are right. There's a surprising amount of things to take from this movie, that island. Yeah. That's a compliment, Stacey Title. You know? Yeah. I'm going to actually, I'm going to take something that only appears briefly in this movie, uh, but I love it. And uh, I'm going to preserve that moment in time because it's something I've desired to see for most of my adult years. Uh, so when you're on the island, got my little campfire there where we sit around, we toast marshmallows, we have a conversation, have a drink, stare at the stars because the visibility is delightful there. There's no city lights interfering with that shit. And uh, glance over to your left and you'll see the continually burning form of Faye Dunaway. Just forever engulfed in flames. 
looking perturbed, but not mm-hmm. terrified. Hey, we're getting near uh, episode 100, my I friend. I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. Well, but okay, before we leave, let's talk about how much how, how much of a, a love note this show is to its listeners. The fact that uh, in a full-on panic, it was discovered that Reach Me is not available on any streaming service. And instead of taking the easy way out, like Elliot does in this movie, you got a package in the mail yesterday, didn't you? Two days ago. Did you open it? I did. I opened the package for sure. I, I have the Blu-ray sitting right here. They did put it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Um, yeah, why don't you tell the listeners what Reach Me is, because no one knows. We've talked about it on at least two episodes already. Like I said, nobody knows. <laughs> well, you'll have to wait, because the next episode is going to be a gift. that you, the per, It's the perfect gift from us to you. A movie you should never see. That you can't see. That you can't see. You buy it. That we're going to talk about, and you'll have no frame of reference. It's perfect. <laughs> it's like the Bye Bye film. You've goddamned us. You've goddamned us, and you've goddamned the audience.